At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. The Master Group lent me a Cooper Atkins three-zone temperature instrument to demo for you guys. I put the video on Facebook and Instagram, and the feedback was really good. A lot of techs still use them, still have them in their trucks. Now, I would imagine it's the analog gauge users that are using it because the analog gauge users like to look at their gauges, then their temperature probe back and forth, back and forth, right? I'm, I'm, I, I love my digital gauges to everything on one screen, but everybody's got their own preferences. So the Cooper Atkins three-zone temperature instrument allows for three probes on there. The probes come in different styles, like insertion type, uh, air probe for like check and return air, supply air, and a strap style for going around piping and a temp, like a, 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 a clamp for piping, like a temp clamp. So many different kinds, uh, useful tool. It's very accurate and it reacts very quickly. So if you're looking for something to use with your analog gauges, look into the Cooper Atkins three zone temperature probe. It also comes in uh, a humidity version as well. Thank you to the master group guys. Check out master.ca. What's up guys. Welcome back to the podcast. And I have to admit this intro I recorded already had to delete it because I listened to it. And this guest that we got, Paul Schubert, he's the president of RLS, Rapid Locking System. I introed him as Paul Schaefer. <laughs> the reason being is that name has been in my, locked inside my head for many, many years because I used to stay up really late when I was supposed to be sleeping. I would sneak the TV on in my room and watch the David Letterman show. And if you guys have watched Letterman, back in the day, you know that his band leader's name was Paul Schaefer. So I'm sorry, Paul. Paul Schubert from RLS is on the podcast. And we're going to talk about his company from back when it started till now. Have a real in-depth discussion on press fittings in general. And listen, Paul is a great guy to talk to. If you're a contractor, if you're a technician, you're an installer, he's very pro you guys he's very pro us and he wants to give back he wants to talk he wants to help so he's on instagram if you guys want to reach out to him paul schubert on instagram um find him and and, and talk to him he's, he's very pro us like i said and he's he wants to spread information and knowledge and and just get it out there right and, and help you guys so we are going to have this conversation and listen i preach learning the industry in, in any way you can. And that is the same as new technology. I will look into any new technology with an open mind now. Anytime I see it, look into it. Find out what it is, what it does, what it's for, who makes it, blah, 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 blah. I preach this to you guys because one day somebody might hand it to you and you're going to be like, what's this? But if you stay up to date, you won't be what says, oh, I know about this already. And it's the guys that dismiss things off the bat, just on the surface. People see things on the surface, have no knowledge what it is, what it's about, 
just the, the, the ideology of it is dismissed because they don't understand it and it's out of their comfort zone. That's where the problem lies. It's as soon as someone's pulled out of their comfort zone, they got issue for some reason. But drag yourself out of your comfort zone and just do a little bit of research on, on, on these things as they come out, no matter what it is, right? Just so you're informed. Anyway, Paul, he's coming up on the HVAC Know All podcast, guys. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know It All podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. Hey, Paul, how you doing tonight, my man? Hey, man, I'm doing good, Gary. How you doing? I'm doing well. I just, uh, I came home and I'm, I ate dinner and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have an espresso to wake me up for this podcast with Paul. So I did and I got a little bit of a, a pep in my step, I guess you could say. Well, so you're going to laugh, dude. I've never had an espresso. So oh, wow. coming, you know, I'm a coffee guy, so I, I like to drink like pots of it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you go down to warmer climates where they, you know, obviously the more coffee you have, the hotter you get. So an espresso is is pretty popular in the south but oh i love and, um, it yeah coming from the midwest man you just drank coffee all day long you didn't have to worry about an espresso you got you got it over time yeah yeah no my um my uh a lot of my wife's family's european descent so it's huge in like we used to go to her her grandparents house every sunday for uh when they were in good health and and still with us, we used to go there every Sunday for lunch and it would just be more food after more food, (laughs) after more food. And her grandfather is Italian or her grandmother is Spanish. And, um, it was always espresso after, after a meal and, uh, homemade wine during the meal. And it was, it was one of those traditions I really, I really clung to. And I really liked the, the wine and the espresso and the sausage and the pasta and stuff. So, it's one of those things. I just gravitated toward that that culture. I really liked it. I tell you what, those guys, man, they can drink liters of wine. It's liters oh, yeah. of it. It's not yeah. just. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. So we we got you on this podcast to talk about RLS, and and I'm sure it's been quite the journey uh, from day one. I mean, I'm sure there's 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 lots of stories to tell about R and D and and the idea pro like the idea stage and the process to get from the idea to R&D and to where we are now. So I, I want to hear it all, if, if you don't mind. Okay. So, yeah. So RLS and, you know, RLS is, is just a group of metallurgists and mechanical engineers uh, at a copper tube company that was tasked with, you know, doing an innovation uh, to join copper tube and high pressure applications. <clears throat> you know, plumbing had been around forever. Um, and it's one of the main questions you used to always get was, you know, hey, when are you going to come out with ACR? And and to this day, I mean, I can be honest with you, one of our major questions today is, hey, when are you going to come out with medical gas fittings? So, it's you know, that's a space that, to, as we sit here today, that's never been filled. Mm-hmm. And the first company that can join medical gas fittings is, is going to hit a home run. I'm sure everybody's working on it. You know, we've been working on it for, for ages. But you got to get rid of the, you know, what I'm going to call the – the H and B R seal or whatever seals it has got to be some type of metal. And, and, you know, you have to create, you know, that seal has to be able to, you know, when you go to that thought, it's a thousand burn, a thousand degree burn test. Uh, 
and it's got to do everything that the normal fitting is going to do. So that's where a lot of people fail is, you know, those seals uh, don't expand, contract, whatever, when you start going to those higher temperatures. So it's a very tough space, but it's our number one question is medical gas. So, so to step back into AC for a minute, you know, we, we looked at it differently. Um, and our fitting is much different than anything on the market. And, and a lot of people, you know, it's an educational process because you don't know why. But when you press an RLS fitting, it's a soft, it's soft copper for a reason, because anytime you work hard in copper, it gets hard. So when you press RLS, it's a soft fitting and it turns into hard or extra hard copper. So that joint is a mechanically hardened joint just by the nature of pressing copper. Um, so, you know, early R&D, it, we flirted around with all kinds of things. I mean, we were pressing fittings on AC systems in 2011, 2012. We finally got the final uh, reiteration of the fitting and, and probably connected 20 or 30 of them on a on an AC unit that we still have active today. And, uh, and it's a double circular. You know, we always thought that, hey, you know, a double circular, you know, when you look at refrigeration, you're looking at tube to get to these high pressures. You know, you, got, you have to get away from that hexagonal, uh, what we call it, hexagonal crimp and, and to more of a circular press. So that's why you see the two bands. That's why you see it circular. That's why if you throw it across the room, it's going to dent. You know, being soft is a good thing. And, uh, you know, if you if you look at other offerings that kind of want to jump into that HVAC space, you know, they still have that crimp. It's still hexagonal. And uh, what they do is really just put what we call ID enhancements in it and just drive the ID enhancement into the tube, which is what we call a hook or teeth or whatever they have to do to be able to to bite into the copper. Uh, so yeah, RLS is much different. That's why you see the long, sweet nineties. Um, I like, you know, I like, I like that the nineties with the, the long radius on them. Those, those are cool. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's meant for refrigeration and not water. So, uh, you know, it's, it's one of our, it's one of our key benefits for sure. And, and guys will go, Hey man, we have to have the long sweeps. And so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, the, the product was invented day one for refrigeration and all the benefits you see out of it is because, you know, you know, if you start to really study, you know, the RLS fitting, you'll see that, that it, it was made just for refrigeration. So the, the, the pressure, it, it's good up to 700 PSI. Is, is that the working pressure? Am I right on that? Yeah. So, and, and here's, here's how you look at pressures for, for any, I'm going to say any fitting that goes into UL 207, ICC, TUV in Europe, you know, we're looking at Japanese standards now, you know, you have to have a three X safety factor. UL 207 has two components. One's, one's uh, pressure and one's fatigue. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of, a lot of anyone that tries to fit into that space will fall on the strength portion. Cause you gotta, you know, you gotta take up that pressure. It's gotta be, it's gotta be ramped up within a minute. And it's got to hold 2,100 PSI for, for an entire minute. And it's very hard to pass. So, you know, it's not, it's not hard for the, you know, the smaller sizes. But once you start looking at a range, inch and three-eighths, inch and five-eighths, two and an eighth, you know, those are the very hard sizes to get to pass. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it has to, every one of them has to withstand 2,100 PSI for a minute. And that's honestly just for the safety factor. But, yeah, the, the smaller fittings. And you look at quarter inch, three eight, some of those smaller ones. I mean, they'll go to six, seven, eight thousand psi. Wow! And before, I'll tell you what, is, Gary, is that is, is that before they leak or before they burst? 
before they burst. So every okay. single fitting is designed to withstand the tube. Okay. So take, you know, take an O20, O30 wall, O40 wall, you know, the fitting will always be heavier than that. So when the pressure gets high enough, the tube's going to blow and the fitting's not. Nice. So what were you saying there before I asked you that question? I, no, I cut you off, listen, I think. Gary, to this day, if you go to press one, yep. you know, if you've worked in refrigeration your life, you will press a three eighths fitting and step back and it, that thing will go to 8,000 PSI. Yeah. That's, that's, it's just, cr- that's crazy. I've seen a video on, I believe it was your account and you're going to have to, you're going to have to, uh, regurge my memory here, but I thought the fitting was in water, but I can't remember. And you just kept bumping the pressure up, bumping the pressure up. And it got over 2000 PSI. And I'm like, whoa, it's still not leaking yet. Was that, yeah, so was, was that, that in was water? XL line. That's our okay. XL line. So we yeah. have a burst chamber. And what we'll do is put, what we're doing is, and it doesn't matter if it's just larger fittings or new jaw manufacturers. You know, like right now we have clocky and rigid, but Milwaukee's coming out with jaws here in, a, I'm going to say, six, eight weeks. And it's just testing their jaw profiles, whether whether it's testing new jaw manufacturers or, you know, introducing more SKUs, which is what we call the XL line. That's the inch and five eighths, two and an eighth. And that's just, you know, showing the field, showing the industry like, hey, these fittings um, are still going to 3000 PSI and we don't do anything to them. It's the same press design that you would press with a quarter inch fitting. And the two and, you know, two and an eighth line is bursting about 3000. So we like to show video. We like to make them fail. We like to blow them up. You know, it's, it's just, you know, that's, that's the best way to do it. Like, I mean, there's like, if if you go to Instagram and stuff, there's companies out there that like to make the big, uh, the marketing getups, uh, with, with fancy sort of graphics and that. But I think what hits home better is, is videos like that, where you're actually testing the product and showing that's what technicians want to see. They don't want to see the, the fancy, graphic designer uh making a a marketing sort of profile picture right they want to see the testing they want to see the tool being used how it's used education and that's that's where it's at yeah and and also it doesn't matter how much testing you do i mean we have spent millions testing this this line and and we'll give it to a technician and he'll put it on vacuum over you know over the weekend or just because I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why contractors do that, but they do it. And it's just, oh my God, it doesn't leak, you know? And if I could show them the pages and pages and books of testing we've already done, it's like, oh God, we've done way, way beyond that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's just peace of mind, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. And, and we should probably talk about sort of the, the fittings, like the, the fitting lineup that you have, because there's, there's like over, I would say the last, couple of months, two, three months, I've, I've been sort of looking into different press fittings, getting, getting tons of questions from people about what jaw works with this, uh, what fittings do they have for that? So can maybe we talk about the lineup of fittings you have like couplings nineties, but I think you also have, uh, bushings and, and stuff like that. And I know you got dryers, so maybe let's go through that lineup if, if you will. Okay, so so here's the thing. If you look at brazed fittings, you're going to look at 400 SKUs. And, and, there, and that's no exaggeration. There's a lot of SKUs to be able to braze whatever you guys braze. So what we do is we try, okay, how do we cover 
you know, because you're a manufacturer, you're buying equipment and machines and um, it's much different when you're manufacturing a press fitting because you have O-ring grooves and you have dimensions that you have to hold real tight. Mm-hmm. So what we try to look at is, okay, what does it take to cover 90% of that, 95% of that, so that you don't have to break out a torch because nothing is more irritating than when a guy goes to install a bunch of press fittings and it's like, ah, oh, I got to break out the torch still to get this and that and that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we try to do. And this has been over time. I mean, we launched RLS. You're going to laugh. I mean, we launched with 16 SKUs. And today we sit at 125. We get we get asked every day, hey, are you going to make this? Or are you going to do that? But really the field has to tell us what to do because there's no better there's no better person telling you than a guy actually putting in a system and installing whatever. So if you look at our lineup, it's, you know, we do quarter inch. We've done smaller than that for OEMs like cap tubes and stuff where, mm-hmm. you know, small manufacturers want things. But generally for a commercial, um, or I'm going to say, you know, when you go to wholesale distribution, you're going to be able to get from quarter inch to inch and three eighths. So you have couplings, 90s, 45s, T's, bushing, streets, um, really just about everything you need to be able to install without it. And then we have ancillary items like valves, dryers, P traps, Y branches, all, you know, all the things to, for the commercial guy or residential guy, really, uh, to be able to walk into that install and be, and have everything he needs from top to bottom. And we're still missing SKUs. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. That's why we're coming out with engine five eighths and two and an eighth. We're looking at reducing T's. We're looking at, you know, SAE flares that are streets. You know, there's there's a lot of people coming back asking for things that we that we still don't have. So the the dryers, what what sizes of dryers do you do you have at the moment? Quick break, guys. So the Supco Attic Pro, that this thing's legit. I installed it in my basement to try out. I did chin-ups on it, and I didn't even put in the extra screws that it comes with. You can bolt it to the joist, and there's uh, spots for screws. You can zip in four screws for extra protection. I weigh about 190. It it has a, a capacity of 250 pounds. I did chin-ups on it that way. So, But if, if you're going to be safe, you're going to put the, the, the screws in, zip them in just to be safe. And you can winch stuff up. It's got a winch. Basically, you're going to hoist it up vertically into an attic space, equipment, whatever it is. So check that out. That is a Trade Fox product invented by a technician. So earlier last week, I put up a post of somebody that got their hand burned with 410A. Now, any refrigerant, you get your hand burned with liquid refrigerant. It, it's going to burn. Okay, It happened to me with R22, one of the worst pains I've ever felt. But the reason I posted it is to is for safety awareness, guys. Be very, very careful. If the refrigerant goes, let it go. Just let it go. Don't try to put the cap back on if, if something bursts and flies because you're going to get severely injured if you try. All right? If it's liquid refrigerant coming out of there. So beside it in that image, I put the Danfoss refrigerant slider from the Ref Tools app and circled the boiling point of 410A at atmospheric pressure, and it's minus 60 degrees Fahrenheit. So minus 60 degrees Fahrenheit, liquid touching your skin, it's gonna, it's gonna freeze it, it's gonna burn it. 
So you guys got to be very careful. And if you guys want to find out more about refrigerants and be educated within them, that Ref Tools app has a ton of information on any refrigerant basically you can think of. So Zoa, uh, they're a Canadian company in British Columbia. They have this indoor air quality monitor called the Haven. I put one in my house to test for them. Now we're going to be bringing you some education on indoor air quality and some some case studies using their their tool or or their their device and, and how it shows things like VOCs and PM 2.5 particulate. PM 2.5 is basically particulate down at two two and a half microns and, and how certain things can be rectified within your system to rectify these problems. Like if you have high PM 2.5 or have high VOCs, I've sprayed Windex into my return grill and then watched on the app or or the, the, the web portal, watch the VOCs rise because it's picking it up. It's, it's pretty cool, pretty cool advancement. And it's good to have in your house. It's, it's actually a good feature to present IAQ IAQ solutions to your customer. You put it in their in their home, show them what's happening, low humidity, oh, you got low humidity or high humidity, you got high VOCs, you need some ventilation. It's a good tool to show the customer what's happening in their home. So there's gonna be more education coming with that. Um, I just talked to Mike Passarello from Refrigeration Technologies yesterday. He told me they've added a third Nylog filling machine, a third Nylog filling machine. So that means contractors are buying it up and finding a lot of positive results with it in their day to day. So guys, if you haven't jumped on the Nylog train yet, I suggest you do. It's a fabulous product. And once again, the blue on app guys, there's like 35,000 uh, unit manuals or something in that range. Now there's 24 seven tech support, two minute wait time through the app. If you guys are interested, check it out because it's a very cool app. It's got a very um, it's got a very cool features. It's got a lot of <laughs> cool features on there to check out. Let's get back to Paul. So we have three eights, half, five eights, seven eights. Um, I don't think we go above seven eights on the dryers. Really just whatever, you know, if we get asked for something, then yeah. we'd probably carry it. But those are the four, I think four main sizes of dryers and it's really whatever the the system calls for and you know we'll grab whatever skew we need but it, it, but it's not quarter inch inch and three eighths for sure yeah and and i was actually surprised when i saw the bushings because i use bushings quite often when i'm if i'm putting something together i'll find that uh it's good to have a few bushings on hand for different things just to make make things look a bit neater because i've seen like in the past people will kind of cr put a dryer in with, on a bigger line but crimp the line with their with their pliers instead of using a bushing so bushings i think make things look a bit neater so it's it's cool that you guys have bushings as well yeah and honestly we we'll we'll step down with them too or I mean, if you take a skew that you don't have you can bushing down to something it, and it's uh you know that that's kind of a big deal for guys that that you know they don't have a, a reducer or we don't carry some reducer tea or something they'll take a bushing and do it so who who are you finding that uses the product the most like who like what's what 
I guess, niche of the industry do you see the product being used the most right now? So I'm going to go two spots on that. So you can take a residential guy, and if they do a lot of installs, and their time is worth something that day, residential guys will eat it up. You can take the same residential guy that doesn't do that many installs. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I always, I always kind of go back to my father-in-law who will go to Lowe's to look for some boards and then he'll go to Menard to look for more boards. And like, I'm not spending all day looking for boards. I'm going to buy them all from Lowe's, you know? Yeah. And his yeah. time doesn't mean anything to him, but my yeah. time does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but generally it's, you know, it's, it's that kind of guy on the residential side. And then obviously on the VRF or VRV side, you know, where you're, when you're taking an install and you got a lot of piping, well, then you're, t- then obviously press fittings. You know, if you look at some of the labor savings of some of these contractors, I mean, you're 40, 50, $60,000 on an install uh, just because it's a sheer number of connections you're making. So, you know, our product, honestly is really in that space heavier than anywhere else when you're looking at mini splits multi splits um and large vrf i would even say small to large vrf vrv jobs where lots of pipings there it's mm-hmm. it's very and you'll sell like we just i talked to a contractor today he was using rls he it's the first time he used it in june he's already used twelve thousand fittings wow uh, so yeah it's two hundred thousand dollars i mean if you look at market value on them i mean you're looking at anywhere from two to $225,000 worth of fittings. And he reached out today just going, Hey mate, you know, I'm just making sure, you know, this guy's going to carry him and, you know, you know, we're using a lot of them. And then when he said 12,000, I about fell over. So, I mean, those that's, guys are out there. Crazy. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know what, I've been hearing a lot from, from, a, from people online that are saying they're, they're doing jobs with 500 to a thousand fittings. And, if, if there is a leak, 99% of the time they're saying it's an install error because somebody forgot to do this or somebody forgot to do that. And so, or, or they'll, they'll take it apart and go, oh, we didn't deburr the pipe and we tore some, we tore the O-ring inside or something like that. These, this is kind of the feedback that I'm getting from the people that have had leaks is because they're saying the install practice wasn't done right. There was even a guy that said he, um, the service manager made them initial all the fittings everybody that that did them so they could go back and do a quality check on that i guess the individuals that were putting them in to make sure they were accountable for not cleaning the the pipe properly and all that kind of stuff so so there's i'm gonna hit on this people say that brazing is a skill and it is and it is one of those skills that people hone in the industry that they they're proud that they know how to braze but and they're saying that it's taking the skill out of the trade if we use something like a press tool. But really, I don't think it is because you got to prep that pipe like a professional. You got to clean it really, really well. Make sure that you're installing the, because uh, you have that 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 sort of tube gauge, put it in, make sure you're doing the step-by-step process or you're going to have a leak just like brazing. You don't do it properly, you're going to have a leak. So can you maybe talk about that a little bit and the, the skill involved in prepping a pipe? Yeah, so we, you know, Vika did a great job recently posting something about skills out of the trade because they've been in that space for on, on the water side for 30 years. Who was and that? Who would you say, Vika? Vika. Vika. Oh, Vika Vika, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so they've been doing ProPress for 30 years. Yep. And, and obviously they've heard that. 
you know, for 30 years, just like we've heard this for seven years. But honestly, you know, we don't, we, you know, at our lesser, you know, we don't really see the skill in joining two. Um, I know there's skill in brazing. We know that a good brazer is, is, you know, is, it's hard to find. I mean, we, we have companies that, that, that make products where you're brazing, but the real skill for an HVAC technician, you know, if you look at the electronics of some of these, these jobs and, and diagnosing what's wrong, uh, you know, the real skill, I don't know, we've always thought it's on that side and joining the tube, we always just try to get it for them to make it faster, but you're right. I mean, if, if, if you don't, Scotch bright the tube and clean the edges where, uh, you know, you're taking the sharp edges away because yeah, it's an industrial O-ring, but you can still cut it. Uh-huh. And uh, if we look at, we'll get probably two, I think last year we had 200 claims and I mean, we boiled it down to seven and we had seven claims last year out of millions of fittings. I mean, we've sold over 10 million fittings. We broke our 10 million mark last year and, uh, all over the world. And some guys have never had a leak. It's because they prep the tube properly. Makes I mean, sense. some guys will some guys will use thousands of them and never ever have an issue. And then some guys some guys will use two hundred and one hundred and twenty of them leak. It's because they, you know, they're not reaming the tube and you know, Scotch Bright. You know, it's all the steps that you just mentioned to make sure that when you put that fitting on, you know, it's it's not going to leak. A hundred percent. And I, I, I seen somebody complaining about how, <laughs> if you, if you put it where the, where it says ACR, um, you might get a leak there. And I'm like, well, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure somebody else said it too. It's like, yeah, well, it kind of says in the manual, like you have to clean the pipe properly. Right. So obviously that person is not reading the manual, uh, if, if they are making those sort of statements. Right. And if they just did read the manual, maybe watch some YouTube videos, maybe tried to clean it as best they could, they would have better results. Yeah. So we, um, you know, you know, the O-ring can, it's pretty malleable. So when you press it, 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 you know, you can get it to, you know, I'm going to say cover some defects up scratches or whatever, but you get real deep scratches, um, you know, things that you can't seal. It's not, it's not going to seal. Um, you know, so train, you know, we've been working with train for a long time, um, on our, we sell aluminum fittings too, not, you know, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, we have an aluminum line that's, that we kind of just sell, you know, Daikin came out years ago with, with, um, an aluminum fitting technology and that technology is no longer on the market, but you know, it's more from a repair side and train has all their spine fin technology. So yeah, we're selling, and working with train and have been for years and, and they battle tested the fitting to death and, it, and they've ne- it's amazing what they put it through. And uh, their engineers are like, you know, we can't get it to leak, but it's amazing when you put it out in the field, you know, and, and some of these guys don't do their, their steps properly, you know, they, they will have issues, you know, but m- most of our issues around, you know, you don't press on the O-ring groove. It's, you know, it's four HVACR. So you stay off of it. And, and just sloppy practices that, uh, you know, that's why it's important for us. You know, we're on job sites every day, especially with a contractor that's doing it for the first time mm-hmm. uh, to really make sure that everything go, goes right. Because if it goes right, then they have a great experience and, and they can continue that on uh, because a bad experience is terrible. I mean, you're cutting them all out. You know, you're it, it's it's a it's a big deal. And, and plus, they're not cheap. I mean, it's a 
you know, it's, you know, it's a technology that's, you know, that, you know, it's for that guy to save a lot of time and it's, you know, they're not $2. So, you know, we, we don't want them to be hurt on that side either. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that. I, obviously you cannot get to every job site around the world that people are using your tool and fittings on, but I like how you guys are out in the field helping technicians understand, especially for the first time, how to understand how to, how to use it properly to install it properly, because there's not enough support these days. Support is starting to, I find it on the decline and there's people stepping up now to try to help out with that support in in a generalized fashion. Right. But I find that support has been on the decline. A lot of, a a lot of (laughs) places you call up, you hit that tech support line, nobody answers. You leave a message, you might get a, a response back in a couple of hours or a couple of days and it's not support when you need it. Right. So I'm glad you guys are out there doing that. That's, that's very commendable. Yeah. And so we, we have some customers and, you know, a great customer of ours is FW web. I mean, it's a great partnership and they won't even let a, a new guy buy the technology without a training lesson and a job site, making sure someone on the job site to make it go right. And obviously they've been selling them for years. So they know, Hey, this is what it takes you know, we've been down this road before, you know, and we're going to ensure that this guy is doing it right. And then, you know, you know, they won't have issues going forward. Yeah. So. So take us through, take us through this. There's a lot of confusion on, and I think you mentioned the Milwaukee, like there's people, somebody mentioned Rothenberger. Um, There's a lot of confusion on press tools and what can be used with what, and what used to be this and what is this now. And so, can can we speak on this? Let's let's deal with the the Milwaukee. You said the Milwaukee jaws will be out in the summer for the RLS tool. Is that what you said? Yeah. So there's so there's platforms that you're trying to go to, and honestly, you do not want a technician to have to buy another tool. I mean, no, they don't want to buy one. Uh, they're expensive. Same thing with jaws and fittings. And I mean, one guy doesn't want fifty things in his truck. So you try to make heads for all these different technologies fit that tool, whether it's plumbing, refrigeration, whatever it is, there's a lot of crossover. But for RLS, you know, we launched with Clocky. Um, so we have Clocky and it's, it's compatible, you know, with, and there's a compatibility matrix on the website, but, you know, just, you know, we, our partners right now are Clocky and Rigid and Milwaukee's launching in I'm gonna say six or eight weeks. And that's to fit the larger platform tools. So what you're trying to do is find, okay, who's got 24 kilonewton tools? Who has 19? Who has 32? You know, we know a lot of the guys have M18s and, and the rigid 300 series. And so the job, you know, for us is to make sure that we have enough heads, you know, for all those platforms to make sure that that guy is not buying another tool just to do ACR. So that's the goal. I mean, right now we've got, we've got it covered with the 19 and 24 kilonewton series, whether it's clocky, rigid, fits the M12. And then, and then we're launching, you know, here, here in a few weeks with the 32 kilonewton models to fit the rigid 300, the M18, and it becomes cross compatible with pretty much whatever somebody has in their hand. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, this still all confuses me. So let me, let me clear this up. So Milwaukee you're going to be using the RLS tool, but Milwaukee is making a jaw for it. Is that, is that what's happening? Yep. Or- Milwaukee's making a jaw for their M18 line, which is also compatible with the rigid 300 series line. 
and that will so and that will press RLS fittings on the on thirty two hundred kilonewton models. Okay, no matter what the manufacturer is. And what's the difference between the kilonewton models? Like what 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 is the difference between them? So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get close, Gary here, so that you know, <laughs> don't write this down. So it's just it's just force pressure. So a lot of plumbing fittings are hard. So when you yep. when you press a plumbing fitting or a modified plumbing fitting for H, for HVAC, it's hard. So it requires you know higher force tools to make that press because okay. you're pressing hard fitting on hard copper. Yep. Like <clears throat> like you can't do with it. You cannot do that with our fitting. If you was to take an unannealed fitting with any one of our tools, it would it would fail. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's soft. So when you get into the larger sizes, um, you know, you, you need more force. And really that's what the kilonewton is. You know, 32 kilonewton is 5,000 pounds of force or whatever it is. I don't know the, you know, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but you know, the 19 is, you know, 3,000 pounds of force, the 20 newton, you know, the 24 kilonewton tools are probably 4,000 pounds of force. And it's just, pounds of force to press, you know, that copper onto whatever you're pressing it onto. Okay. Is there going to be plumbing fittings as well or just refrigeration? No, we do refrigeration only. Okay. Um, perfect. You know, we, we, you know, we're looking at medical gas and stainless for CO2 and all kinds of other things as we expand the line, but none of it is aimed at plumbing. Okay. Perfect. So there, there's also confusion over, I guess, what happened within the last year. So you guys used to be sold under the ZoomLock brand. The partnership no longer is, <clears throat> exists, but there's a lot of confusion between what's going on there, if you want to explain that a little bit further. Okay. So yeah, when we launched in 2015, we, you know, honestly, we partnered up with, with Portland and sold it under the ZoomLock brand. So in two, last year, uh, really, no, December of 2019, that, that partnership ended. And in August of last year, we completely quit selling uh, to Sporlin, and we, and we went on our own. But the Zumok brand is what the RLS <clears throat> fitting used to be called. Um, and just, you know, the RLS letters, you, you know, you've pressed it into every fitting that's ever been pressed. And so they teamed up um, with Connex Maxi Pro which is a fitting overseas and it's, you know, they've just taken a different product, but yeah, the RLS fitting is the original zoom lock line and that's tools, jaws, fittings, everything. We're the manufacturer. Okay. So the, the fit, the RLS fittings still work with the old zoom lock stuff, but going forward, there's a zoom lock max product. Now that's, you want to just explain the difference between the two. Yeah, so Zoom, yeah, I'll be real quick on this, but yeah, yeah. so Zoomlock, Zoom, Zoomlock, and Connex Maxi Pro, it's just a you know it's a modified water fitting, uh, what we call modified plumbing fittings, that have that ID enhancement. It, it presses differently than ours. It's hexagonal versus you know circular, and it's very noticeable. You can see it right off the bat, and it, it and it tells you that it's it's that it's not an RLS fitting. You know, RLS has a flare. It's it's longer. You know, it's got a longer uh, you know press press landing. What we call it, uh, you know, to to press two circular bands, and it's just different. You know, visually different. You can see it right off the bat. Like we always say, you look for the flare. It's a, it's an obvious indicator for HVAC. Cool. Yeah. So 
I mean, I have a box of fittings upstairs and yeah, you can't, you can't see that little bit of a flare on it. And I mean, when I open the box of the, especially the, the seven, eights, nineties, I'm like, wow, look at these things. Like they're so nice. They're just, they're just so nicely made. The, the, the long radius elbow is just so nice and round, giving obviously less resistance to refrigerant flow. I was, I was really impressed with the whole kit. Uh, and I was really impressed with the fittings them themselves. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, you probably see a lot of this tool being used in buildings with maybe bigger install jobs where the building or the engineer or whoever is in charge of the project doesn't even want a torch lit in the building. Have you, have you come across this yet? Yeah. Or, so that's our often. One. Yep. It's our number one thing. You know, so when you use RLS product, you know, there's a reason why, you know, the fire watch or fire permit, whatever's being pulled is a problem or the owner just flat out won't allow flame to it. Uh, so it makes it, it makes it an easy press job. And, you know, those are the easy ones. Uh, but yeah, and then, and then if you look at the other ones and then someone has to calculate their time, uh, the, the, you know, obviously press fittings are more than, than brace fittings. So, mm-hmm. you know, what's the difference there? What's the time you save? And so there's a calculation to do, uh, you know, when you step away from an owner that refuses flame. Um, but yeah, the majority of us, you know, when, when we're out walking around or out talking to contractors, you know, they, they don't want to pull a permit. You know, it's expensive. It's time consuming. You know, these guys will sit on a job. Their fire watchers will sit on a job. It's expensive, you know, and it's just everything they want to avoid. Mm-hmm. I was... um I was on an install. I used to do quite a lot of install back in the day, and I wish I had this tool 15 years ago because I've I've ran miles of pipe for uh, multi-head, um, city multi-machines, Lieberts, uh, CompuWares, whatever, whatever. I used to do a lot of server room install work, and, and I've run tons and tons of pipe. And this tool would have been awesome then. And I remember this one job. It was an old wooden building. And the fire watch was four hours after the flame got shut off because the building was made out of wood. And it took, it took time to get the fire permit from the building because security is busy and it's security or maintenance that has to give it to you. They're busy. And then you have to get the fire system bypassed. And if they're on lunch or on break, I mean, <laughs> this, this could be a couple of hours just to get the permit, get the system on bypass. And there's a four hour fire watch afterwards. So can you imagine they're going there to fix uh, like a, a leak on an elbow or something on a rub through? It would be six hours just of sitting around doing nothing, right? And then, then the two hours to, to fix it or or whatever it would be to, to fix it. Then you got to put in a vacuum, whatever. But still, if, if you had the press tool on hand in your van with some fittings, it'd be, there would be no need for any of that. You'd, be, you'd have it fixed in half an hour, pressure test, and then in a vacuum within an hour, and, and you're off to the races. Yeah. So we have always asked those guys what that costs. And, and, and it's obviously it's different every time, but it's, it's thousands sometimes for that. And it's and obviously that's a no brainer for press. Mm-hmm. And, and to the audience, if anybody's worked in a, a confined, not a confined, but a room that's sealed off, uh, could, could, could be anything. could be an office space where they have some equipment. It could be a, uh, a server room that's sealed. 
anywhere that's indoors, if you have to do brazing, I've, I've done brazing in server rooms that were sealed off. And, and guess what? I mean, you've always got refrigerant boiling out of the, the oil while you're working and it's just, it's hitting the flame. It stinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, and then it's in the room all day, all day it's in there. So there's a health aspect we have to think of when it comes to that stuff too. And and I've always been on the, on like just telling people, Hey, like when you're brazing, you're, it, there's a health aspect you got to worry about as well, because you're vaporizing, you're vaporizing metal. Some of that you're going to be breathing in and it is not good to be inside your body. And these tools like this that are innovative, they, they help with time as, as you say, but they also help with the health of the individual putting them in because it's it's a less invasive process, right? And they're not vaporizing metal, like I said, breathing in fumes and having a room filled with um, burnt oil, burnt refrigerant and, and stinking up the place. And then you're in there all day breathing it in. So for indoors, I think it would be a great uh, asset to anybody as well doing work at, indoors. Yeah, and if you look at some of the pictures of guys getting burned, and, and listen, I don't know if this is common or rare, you know, but I've never been burned, obviously, either. So, you know, look at, you look at hands with refrigerant, and honestly, the shift to natural refrigerants, um, you know, these propane, propanes, isobutane, all these, all these natural refrigerants that are flammable, mm-hmm. um, R290, you know, Pepsi will use some of those. We sell to Pepsi for their propane uh, line. And I can tell you, you know, who knows how long it'll take to do, you know, R22 is still out there. So, you know, maybe it won't be as fast as everyone thinks, but you start looking at flammable refrigerants and, you know, then you're in a whole, whole different ball game. And, and obviously presses, you know, it's a, a, you know, a hand to a glove when it comes to that stuff. No. Yeah, for sure. I, I see these refrigerants, like we just did a, a podcast with Blue on a couple of months ago, and and they were concerned about the environments that were going to be fixing these things and repairing these things. In. And they said on the podcast that they, they had made an ounce of um, propane-based refrigerant explode <laughs> in their shop, right? And it was only an ounce, right? So if you had a torch out and you weren't taking the precautions of of um, setting up a fan to blow the air away or, or having ventilation. Yeah. Then you can cause, you can cause issues for yourself and and for the people around you. So having, having a tool like this, I think would would help is, is there, I I get this question a lot or, or I get this, it's not a complaint, but it's more of an observation that in some cases people don't think the tool will fit in a certain spot or a tight spot. Is there plans to make a smaller version for like maybe reach in coolers or, or very small equipment that take very small line line sizes and might be tight. Is there plans to do anything like that? Yeah. So we work with Pepsi right now and we've had these for a long time, but Pepsi actually uses hand tools. It's not a, you know, it's a, it's a ratchet style hand tool. Oh, wow. Our quarter inch to, I'm going to say it's quarter three eighths and five sixteenths is all hand that they use it all because it's very tight, very small. I mean, we've looked at ring technology, uh, but the answer is yes. Well, it, it's a big question for us. And, uh, you know, tool and jaw development is, is, is time consuming and sometimes longer than anyone wants it to be. 
but yeah, we, we are looking at all that tight space uh, with rings or whatever it all is to make sure that, you know, that installer has what he needs to do it. And it's a very big question that we get all the time. So those are available. So, so those hand tools are available like right now for purchase is what you're saying? Yeah. Or is it? Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, are those on your website? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. We, we, we sell them by, it's kind of a on demand kind of thing because gotcha. we, we want to make sure that, well, one, we want, we want to know what, what you're using them for so that, you know, when you look at clocky or rigid or whoever, you know, that tool has a service center, um, you know, it's, it's got electronics on it, you know, it's not gonna, but you start doing hand tools, then you need to calibrate them. Uh, Pepsi does a very good job with us on, you know, making sure that, you know, every time they use them, it, it's stamping the RLS symbol and it, and it, they can't get hurt. I mean, cause you know, you're looking at, I don't know, four or 500 PSI and, and, you know, that's why we have a crimp gauge. We have, um, you know, letters that stamp into the fitting because it's the only technology on the market that gives you those two options. And it's really belt and suspenders to make sure that when you've pressed that it's safe uh, and someone doesn't get hurt in it. Interesting. So for the guys listening that do reach ins and small stuff, that is awesome that you guys, I would, I would like, to, is there a place that you can actually see the tool online or should maybe somebody get a hold of you if they're interested you know what? I'll I'll give you a picture of them and I'll put it up on my Instagram, and, awesome. you, and you'll see, you'll see one of the hand tools. Okay, that that would be great because that that would be something I would love to share because that is a question or a concern I get all the time is tight spaces. But you have a solution for that, and and I didn't know that, and I bet you the audience didn't know either, except for the guys at Pepsi's. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's that's awesome. yep, it's the OEMs we work with it because their spaces are small. <clears throat> if you've ever looked at a cooler. Or a, Pepsi machine, you know, they're, they're tiny. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. They are. I just had a little, uh, true reach in condensing unit pulled out last week on, on the floor of a bar. And I mean, there's like, there's barely any, like once you pull it out, there, there's room to work on it, but it, it's so small. Right. And, and the fittings are and the fittings and piping are so small that a tool like that specifically would, would be awesome, especially, and there's another indoor space. So this place that I work at, I uh, was there last week or the week before doing some work. It's, it's a bar, but it's an office because they distribute alcohol. So their front, their front, their front, I guess, uh, foyer is a large bar. It's where they greet everybody, all their customers and whoever comes in to, to have meetings or, or, or whatever they're, they're doing. Right. Um, so for the people working in that office, me brazing and you know what I mean? It was the, the, the stink that just comes from a lot of that just sets people off and they want, they want the, uh, the, the safety data sheets and all that. <laughs> like I've had this happen to me in, inside, inside of a building. So it's really cool that you guys offer that. So is there anything? Pepsi when their units in a Walmart, you know, they're not, they're not even allowed to fix it. They got to pull it out, replace it. Yeah, because there's people. Of, yeah, and that unit goes to one of their hubs, and and then it's tagged as, "Hey, this isn't cooling or not working," and you know those techs got to figure out why. Yeah, and you you never walk into a grocery store ever and see, uh, well, maybe not ever because I shouldn't say everything's absolute, but you, you it's rare that you'll ever see a refrigeration technician in a grocery store working out, right? 
inside the store on a case, like braising it up and refrigerating out. You, you never see that. It's all after hours, right? Sure. So, and yeah. that that is one of the reasons because they don't want torches being used and chemicals in the air when there's people and and uh, and kids and stuff walking around. Yeah, so, Pepsi they 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 have a unit. You know, they have a deck already made up. It's got two RLS fittings on it. They pull the, the old deck out that's not cooling. They cut it, slide in a new deck, use two RLS fittings, press it, and they don't, that machine doesn't go anywhere. Sweet. So, yeah, now I'm sure they still do it, you know, in the middle of the night. I don't know about that, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that equipment doesn't move. Cool. So, I mean, we, we've covered a lot. Is there anything else that you think that we didn't touch on that you want to sort of tell the audience before we head out? Yeah, so there's there's a couple of things that we'll continue to do here. You know, it was kind of the mantra of our 2019 that got kind of interrupted, but you know, our mantra is to give back to contractors. You know, we started that a couple of years ago. Um, we went through last year where we started doing it, and <clears throat> we've put a full court press on it this year. So if you look at RLS, whether it's a rigid jaw set or a clocky jaw set, whether it's the jaws or the tool and five jaws, you know, we're giving a $500 rebate on that. That's going to go, you know, and we kind of look at it. People always ask me when it's going to end. And the, and the answer is, I don't know, you know, every single month, if it still has steam and, and traction and contractors are taking advantage of it, we'll keep it going. And when we, when it kind of dies, momentum will stop it. So, you know, we started that in December, uh, we were going to end it, you know, February, March, and here we are in April, and we're going to extend it through May. And, and honestly, we may do it for several more months. But it's given back to the contractor when he goes to the store and gets something. And the other thing that we just started up is fittings. <clears throat> you know, this is a one-time rebate to try to get new guys on board or, or to reward guys that have bought them forever. But if you buy 100 fittings, you get $100 back up to $1,000 for 1,000 fittings. So we have had tremendous traction on that with with tools and jaws and the fittings, you know, we find out that some guys don't know about it. It's very common that they don't know about it. Uh, <clears throat> but if you've, if you've bought fittings this year or a tool this year and you don't know about getting your money back, hey, hit our website, get your money back. You know, we're giving it straight back to the contractor. And that's just like a rebate form that you fill out on online? Yep. Rebate form, upload your invoice, and in four, four to six weeks, you'll, you'll get your check. So, awesome. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Very cool initiative. I mean, it's the it's the contractors that are that are keeping your business alive. So why not give back to them, right? And and just keep that relationship in good standing. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the mantra. Awesome. Is 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 there anything else, or or you think we we pretty much got it in the bag? <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it, I mean, do you have any questions? We always like to. I I, mm-hmm. I mean I I I think I've asked a bunch and. I think I've asked a bunch that I've been getting from people. At this time, I th- I think that I'm I'm pretty pretty confident that I know more than I did coming into this. <laughs> That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I I learned something, which which is a good thing. And if I learn something, I know my audience learned something too, and and that's the most important part for me. Yeah, and you know, I'll kind of end with this. You know, we're we're made in America, right here in you know the central part of the USA in Missouri. Uh, the plant is right you know in the st louis area and you know you know it's a big deal for us to be made made in the usa and made in north america so it's uh you know you got a manufacturer that's that's close to home and able to service everybody locally so 
you know, we like to, you know, we, we you know, it's a big deal for us. Excuse me. Bless you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. It's not no, COVID. It's, it's, not, it's not COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, now that, now that I did think of something, uh, I didn't ask you where, where the, I'm going to ask you two questions. Where can people purchase the tool? Like what, what are the, the wholesalers or suppliers or, or outfits where, the tool can be bought in North America or even, even like Australia. Cause I know some people from Australia are listening or some parts of Europe, but North America mainly is, is the, the majority of the audience here. But if you can touch on that, like where can we buy the, the, the tool? Yeah. So if you have ever walked in and bought the original zoom lock fitting, those, those distributors, 95% of them are on board. You know, they came on board very shortly after the split and, uh, you know, honestly, the, the contractors who they care about. So, you know, every one of those guys sells RLS product. We've signed up a host of new guys. You know, we have Win as a national account now that, that didn't sell uh, our product, you know, prior to, I'm going to say, middle of last year. So we do a good job with, you know, their national team. Uh, but you have Johnstone United. You know, I'm, I'm mentioning the national guys. And then if, you, if you're listening in Australia, I mean, we have Kirby, Buyer Ref. I mean, all those guys are still on. You know, we have boots on the ground in Australia. Uh, we have boots on the ground in Europe. You know, we're looking at other areas. So, yeah, it's, it's everywhere you could buy it before you can still buy it. Perfect. So any anywhere else that you bought the old Zoom lock stuff, is you can get it there? Correct. Okay, yep. perfect. And and Canada, that's, that's another uh, – because people are – talking about is it is it acceptable in canada to use and and then we've had some questions about the tssa in ontario here and the crn fittings that the tssa requires in order for the fittings to be used is that something you can touch on for a second yeah absolutely there's a lot of confusion around that it's honestly lately it's been one of our number one questions in canada because you know we do a fair amount of marketing in canada which which gets you you know to guys that are asking a bunch of questions but so Toronto is much like Chicago in the United States. It's one of our stickler areas. <clears throat> you know, we have we had the old CRN number where everything was fine. Uh, TSA, TSSA uh, put some heavy uh, requirements on press fittings, and and there's a new CRN number um, for Toronto, and it's and it's very confusing. But if you just use the old CRN number. Inspectors have used, you know, they know what you're talking about. Engineers have know the number. And, uh, you know, we can't, we'll always help someone that has an issue in Toronto, but it's the only area and it's much like Chicago, United States. It's just the, the codes are, are, are much more strict and, and harder to weave around. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that if you go by the old CRN number in Toronto, that's the way to go. Is that is that what you're saying? Correct. When people run into trouble, we will give them the original CRN number. Okay. That carries the whole line, and no one has an issue. Uh, but sometimes they run into problems where, you know, we have two CRN numbers because TSSA made us go through a, you know, a, a gamut of things to, um, and it's not only it, it's higher pressures higher temperatures, you know, all the things that plague, you know, I'm going to say anything that's not brave. So, you know, that's where we run into problems with Toronto only. And we'll work with those engineers and 99% of the time, there's no issues after you get RLS involved. Okay. That, 
that helps because, uh, and I reached out to your, your sales rep actually that, that does the Toronto area. And it was, <laughs> I emailed him when I pulled up to my driveway because I was thinking in my head, like, I want to change some dryers and test these things out. And I'm like, uh, I called a place yesterday, but they were having trouble finding what I needed. So I reached out to your, your sales rep. He's like, he got back to me. I, sw- I swear within like 10 minutes. And I'm like, wow, that's, <laughs> that's quick. And then he gave me a list of um, all the stocking wholesalers. And I reached out, one of them was Carrier. Uh, and I reached out to Carrier the next day. And they're like, yep, we got 30 of those dryers in stock. I'm like, sweet. So um, that was a really quick process from from your sales rep letting me know where to go and calling up uh, the people in, in Toronto that are listening, Brenda, over at Carrier in Mississauga. She's like, yeah, we got 30 in stock. And I was like, right on. So that's uh, that's one of the things I want I want to try coming up very very soon is uh, crimping on a dryer on one I got to replace. Yeah, and Carrier does a good job with us in Canada, so there's several more. But yeah, you know if you can't find it, just reach out to us. You know we know what branches are stocking. You know it's hard for a wholesaler. You know we'll give us some credit here, um, no matter what who, what wholesaler you're talking about. But you know anytime you know these guys got tens of thousands of SKUs of tons of manufacturers. So, yeah. you know, it's hard to determine how much of what you put where. And so, you know, it's, 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 it's the grind that you play with wholesalers mm-hmm. um, in, in every contract we're walking and, you know, somebody doesn't have the exact SKU, but the, you know, it's our, it's our job to work with the wholesaler. That's kind of the partnership we have with them, making sure that they can get it within a day or two, if not that same day. Cool. All right. Well, that those were my two questions that I sort of forgot to ask during the during the the podcast earlier when I was asking all my questions. But I think everything's cleared up now. So, um, thanks, Paul. I really appreciate this. Yeah, Gary, man, we appreciate you for sure. You know, you you know that we've texted back and forth, and you know, keep up the good work. And yeah, yeah, let us know if you need anything. And you know, we appreciate it like always. Thank you, Paul. Great chat. It was it was nice to have a chat about this technology and learn more about it because that's what it's, it's all about. It's learning, progressing, and being in the know of, of things like this because, I mean, one day, I don't think brazing is going away anytime soon, but one day, like let's fast forward 20 years and this technology starts to get better, advances, uh, holds higher working pressures you could see brazing start to decline so stay on top of things guys stay on top of the industry what's new what's happening how things are evolving because one day a job might be spec for a press tool it's going to be handed to you and you're going to have to go out and do it so stay on top of your game by staying on top of what's happening in the industry thank you guys very much I'm out. Thank you to the master group. Once again, happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.